twined his hands together anxiously and retreated further back into the room. I haven't done anything. Honest to God, I haven't, he whined. Ain't, eh? The other laughed again. No, of course not. Nobody ever did. But now I'm here, just dropped in, socially, you know. I'll have a look around. He began to move about the room, smiling you, still twining his hands in a helpless, frightened way, still circling his lips nervously with the tip of his tongue, followed the other's movements in miserable apprehension with his eyes. Clancy, as he'd introduced himself, shot up the roller shade, peered out into the courtyard, yanked the shade down again with a callous jerk that almost tore it from its fastenings, and strode over toward the easel, contemptuously kicking a chair that happened to be in his way over onto the floor. Reaching the easel, he picked up the canvas that rested upon it, stared at it for a moment, and with a grunt of disdain flung it away from him to the ground. There was a crash as it struck the floor, a ripping sound as the canvas split, and with a pitiful cry, Smilingue rushed forward and snatched it up. It, it was sold, he choked. I, I was to get the money tomorrow. I've had bad luck for a month. Nothing sold but this, and now, and now. He drew himself up suddenly, and with the ruined painting clutched to his breast, shook his other fist wildly. You have no right here, he screamed in fury. Do you hear? I've not done anything. I tell you, I've not done anything. You have no right here. I'll make you pay for this. I will. I will. His voice was rising in a shrill falsetto. I will make you. You hold your tongue, growled Clancy savagely. Or I'll give you something more than an old chromo to make a row about. I don't want any mass meeting of your kind of citizens. Get that? He caught you roughly by the shoulder and pushed him into a chair near the table. Sit down there and close your jaw. Cowed, Smarlinghue's voice dropped to a mumble, and he let the torn canvas slip from his fingers to the floor. Clancy laughed gruffly, pulled another chair to the opposite side of the table, sat down himself, and eyed Smarlinghue coldly for a moment. Sold it, eh? he observed grimly. How much were you going to get for it? A cunning gleam flashed in Smarlinghue's eyes and vanished instantly. He wet his lips with his tongue again. Ten dollars, he said hoarsely. Clancy brushed aside the litter on the table and nonchalantly laid down a ten-dollar bill. With a sharp little cry that brought on a fit of coughing, Smarlinghue stretched out his hand for the money eagerly. Clancy drew the money back out of reach. Oh, no, nothing like that, he drawled unpleasantly. Don't make the mistake of taking me for a fool. I'm not buying any ten-cent art treasures at ten dollars a throw. Smilingue's eyes remained greedily riveted on the ten-dollar note. He began to twine his hands together once more. I don't know what you mean, he muttered tremulously. Don't you, retorted the other shortly. Well, I mean exactly what I say. I'm not buying any pictures. I'm buying you. I've been keeping an eye on you for the last three or four months. You're just the guy I've been looking for. As far as I can make out, there ain't a dive or a roost in the Badlands where you don't get the glad hand, eh? I... I haven't done anything. Not a thing. I... I swear I haven't. you burst out frantically. Ah, forget it. Clancy permitted a thin smile to flicker contemptuously across his lips. You've got a whole lot of friends that I'm interested in. Get the idea? There ain't a crook in New York that's shy of you. 
You've got a stand-in everywhere. He held up the ten-dollar bill. There's more of these. Plenty of them. Smarlingue pushed back his chair now in a frightened sort of way. You... you mean you want me for... for a stool pigeon? He faltered. You got it, said Clancy, bluntly. Smarlingue's eyes roved about the room in a furtive, terror-stricken glance. His hand passed aimlessly over his eyes, and he crouched low down in his chair. No, no, he whispered. No, no, for God's sake, Mr. Clancy, don't ask me to do that. I can't. I can't. I, I wouldn't be any good. I, I can't. I, I won't. Clancy thrust head and shoulders aggressively across the table. You will, if you know what's good for you, he said evenly. And what's more, there's a little job you're going to break your hand in on tonight. No. No, no.